Hey guys, it's Renee Paquette from Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. However, joined by the one, the only Angela Hill, baby. On today's podcast, we speak to MMA veteran and recently victorious Sugar Rashad Evans about his return to MMA at Eagle FC 44. The man of the hour has just joined the program fresh Hello. off of his victory with Eagle FC, Sugar Rashad Evans. How are you doing? I am doing absolutely, uh, absolutely phenomenal. I'm doing great. I bet you are. We have a lot of questions pertaining to your fight, but before we get to that, I mean, okay. how you look incredible. What are you doing? What is your secret? You look good. <laughs> <laughs> just eating right, just taking care of myself and just, you know, taking it one day at a time, you know, try to stress as less as possible. That's the, that's right. a real secret right there. <laughs> no stress. Right. Is that Help the skincare that. regime? That's, that's <laughs> no it. <stress. laughs> <laughs> I try to, yeah, I try, I try not to stress too much, but I've been very lucky, you know, after, um, after I retired, I kind of fell into a routine that just, you know, really fit my body and served me well. So mm. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, how different is that when you go? Yeah, yeah, to like elaborate a little bit on that from like what your routine was like before to finding what really works for you now. I mean, when you had more time too in your retirement. Well, uh, what it was like before was, you know, I would just pretty much binge eat whatever I wanted to eat until it was time for camp again. And um, when I didn't have a fight scheduled again, when I decided to retire, I was putting on some weight and I'm just like, man, I, I feel like, my body just didn't feel good, you know? And I'm like, you know, without these uh, these tests, which I call fight camps, you know, I'm not gonna be able to get this weight off because when, I, when I'm in a fight camp, I can discipline myself enough in order to, you know, eat the right foods, you know, stop drinking and doing all those things that you need to do to get ready for a fight. So without a fight, I was just pretty much about to spiral out of control. And then, uh, you know, I had um, I had a conversion happen to me and, uh, you know, that mental conversion really, uh, it really just kind of uh, stuck with me. And, uh, you know, it, it told me, you know, that I needed to, uh, to clean some things up in my diet and some things up in my life. And once I did those things, it just became, you know, pretty easy after a while. It wasn't like something that was hard or something that I regret doing. It was just kind of something that became easy as I um, started becoming more disciplined. It's, it's funny because it's something... Uh, very beautiful on the other side of discipline. You know, at first you're just like, oh man, I don't want to do this because because I can't have all the things that I like. But once you get past that phase, there's something very beautiful on the other side of that, you know? Yeah. Was this one of those things? Work. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, was nope, this one ahead. of those things that you came to realization after retiring because you suddenly miss, you miss being tired. You miss, um, trying to discipline yourself for a fight camp because you no longer have a fight camp. Do you think you were longing for that? Yeah, I was definitely longing for it, you know, um, and especially finishing a career that I went the way that I did. Um, you know, I lost five fights in a row and um, I know I've won a lot of great fights and I accomplished a lot of great things, but there's something about losing that last fight, you know, that, that, um, it just kind of like, it doesn't sit well, you know, especially if you're a competitor like myself, it just didn't sit well with me and I really couldn't shake it. So whenever I got an opportunity, I would try to, uh, try to train myself until my tongue will fall out and hang on the floor. 
that was my mindset you know i kind of i was kind of like punishing myself you know yeah yeah I and bet. that last fight um that was the anthony smith knockout and yeah. it was one of those fights where it was just like one little mistake cost you that fight everything. you know like one little mistake cost you everything and i can i can definitely understand retiring off of that one wanting to at least get it back so how good do you feel after going in there and getting that win dominant win you know there was a little bit of threat on the ground but you handled it like a veteran you knew what you were looking at and you were able to deal with it uh, as it came at you um how did it feel getting that win it felt absolutely amazing like i, I mean i didn't i didn't know how i would feel after it you know win or loss uh but you know, I didn't expect it to feel this good. You know, it kind of felt like um, a, a, a big weight has been lifted off my shoulders, you know, and just kind of, it was, it was food for the soul. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it was, it was something, something for my soul that, that I, that I felt like I really, I really needed. And I didn't really know how much I needed it until after the fight was over. And just like, that was that feeling, you know, like sometimes you just have a feeling in your heart or in your gut that you just can't quite dissect or make heads or tails of and after that fight was over i was just like that's what i've been feeling that that feeling is is now is okay now you know hey, that's so cool oh, you seem funny. you seem very like peaceful and like yeah. you're 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 doing what's right for you guys we're joined here by rashad evans hell of a win uh at eagle fc a, a dominant victory over gabriel um checo uh, how what are some of the differences between ufc and now working with with eagle fc you know uh there, there's a lot of similarities but uh, i would say like um you know just just the way that uh uh, you know, like some of the locker room stuff and, and things like that, that was a little bit different, but, you know, for the, for the most part, I thought they did a really good job of, uh, of, of meeting the expectations. You know, I mean, the UFCs have such a high standard when it comes to what they're able to do um, and how they're able to handle business and just the whole process from start to begin the fight week, you know, they really set a high precedent. And uh, I felt like Eagle FC did a really good job of making sure that they were on that level, you know, making communication really easy, making everything so uh, good for the fighters that, you know, we didn't have to really worry about too much, you know, not a, not a heavy load going into fight week. So it was, um, it was pretty cool, you know, uh, even, you know, warm, you know, getting ready to fight on fight day, everything was, you know, really good. We had a nice, uh, big, clean dressing room to, to warm up in and, you know, it was, uh, you know, it, it was, it was phased out properly. Like there wasn't a lot of fighters who just passed, fought, lingering around there, kind of taking up mat space. So it was really good how they handled everything. That's awesome. Nice. And, um, you know, it, it, I think the hardest thing going from the UFC to a different promotion is the lack of professionalism or just realizing that there's not as much money in this promotion as there is in others just the fact that right. you have to share the the dressing room the fact that maybe there aren't mats 
in the dressing room. Maybe you're warming up on a carpet and get a rug burn, you know, like there's, yeah. there's little details like that, that make it tough to be, to achieve what you've achieved and then to go to another promotion and perform in the same way, still feeling that grandeur that you felt in the UFC. So it's, it's cool to know that Eagle FC is doing its job is still making athletes like yourself comfortable and, and, and putting, putting the work in for the athletes. I feel like it's a very fighter, fighter focused, uh, promotion. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and to your point of what you're saying, like I've, I had that feeling of, um, I was kind of worried about that going into the fight. Like, because it's, it's like when you don't fight for the UFC, there's already that like, kind of like, dang, I don't fight for the UFC no more. That's the number Mm -hmm. one promotion. And you know, there's an ego thing that's involved in it. You know what I'm saying? Like being part of the UFC, being part of the roster, it's a very prestigious thing. So maybe fighting for another organization, it takes some warming up to do, you know, it takes a different mm-hmm. mindset around it. And um, I didn't know how it was going to be. And uh, I was kind of hoping that, you know, they, they would have like a proper dressing room and a proper, you know, uh, mat space and all these things that, that, that spells professionalism because, you know, when, when you fought, you know, the best of the best and some of the, you know, on the highest cards and stuff like that, and you've had that 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 top level of treatment, it is so hard to go into a space and then have to warm up on a rug mat, you know, because mm-hmm. it can mm-hmm. either make you more hungry to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to show them, or it can just make you feel even more demoralized, like, you know what, I'm not shit, I really ain't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, can, it can give you that feeling. So um, I was very happy the way that Eagle FC, uh, everything was just buttoned up you know top-notch professional and um you know it was it was, it was good to uh you know great environment good energy and everything so it was, it was a really good experience hi everyone i'm hall of fame sportscaster leslie visser and i've got a new podcast in conversation where i'll draw from 45 years of covering the final four the nba finals wimbledon the world series the super bowl the olympics CBS even sent me to the fall of the Berlin Wall. I think you'll enjoy the give and take, so subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included in most subscriptions. Rashad, what is it like for for like other fighters or somebody like in your situation right now where you know you're talking about UFC, obviously like that being, you know, at the tippy top, the epitome, but now it's like there's so many other promotions to go to. Is that a pretty liberating feeling to know that it's not just one place that's the end all be all? There's all these other options. It's very liberating and it's getting it's gonna get uh it's gonna get better, you know, and I think that you know, that, that'll that open up the market and help out all the promotions across the board because, you know, they're all going to have to step their game up in order to keep these athletes. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, MMA is not where we should be when it comes to pay scale um, on a lot of different uh, – compared to other, like the other big three sports. And that's okay being in the fact that we're still relatively new. You know, it's still going to take – we still have a lot of growing pains that we need to go through in, in order for us to be to – get to that level but in the process of getting to that level it takes these you know free market or you know other organizations springing up that have the ability to to provide a good lifestyle for fighters to really make things and make other organizations step up and become the one you know because and start all you know offering things that you know uh the other promotions don't offer because that's what's going to make it 
so that, you know, we're, we're talked about when it comes to, you know, being the top paid sports in the world, because I mean, it, it, it's, uh, we have a long way to go when it comes to organization as athletes coming together and making sure that we stand as a united front. But in the process, another component to that is making sure that we have places to go if we don't go with one organization or the other. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me you're not quite ready to walk out to Jake Paul's diss track? <laughs> you're not ready for oh that? My gosh. Oh my have you gosh. seen that yet? Yeah, I've seen it, man. I've seen it, man. Look, uh, I mean, look, I, I can't listen. People can say what they want to say about Dana and, and the UFC, but I got, I got, I, I mean, I got nothing but good things, man. Like they've been, they've been straight up, you know, they've been, they've been straight up with me. Um, whenever we had any disagreements or any kind of situation, I always take it to the front door. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I speak to Dana right about it. And, uh, and, 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 uh, you know, he tells me straight up, you know, and I can deal with that. I can deal with Dana telling me straight up what's what versus, you know, having it, you know, come to me some other kind of way, you know, and, and where I have to feel slighted and not, you know, be able to get, you know, where he's really coming from. So um, I've been very blessed in my dealings with the UFC. I can't say that for everybody, of course not. But uh, that diss track. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we played it on it, here earlier we're like oh shit <laughs> it was pretty silly it was pretty it was pretty entertaining to say the least but speaking of walkout songs what are you planning to do next or i know a lot of people on eagle fc they signed like one fight contracts did you sign more than one fight are you planning on fighting again do you want to stick with eagle fc what are, what are your future plans um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with Eagle, uh, Eagle FC. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna do another one, but I'm gonna just, you know, allow this one to soak in and settle in for a little bit. You know enjoy what I'm saying? It. Enjoy just the cloud enjoy, enjoy, enjoy it for a little bit. Um, you know, but then at the same time, I can't allow it to soak in and, and too long because I'm not a spring chicken anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who so, is? I mean, oh my God. Yeah, so spring chickens I, are overrated. Yeah, spring chickens overrated. So I mean, I feel as if like I'm in a good place right now to make a good decision um based on, you know, just being smart versus an emotional one feeling like it's something that I need to do in order to satisfy a part of my ego that I didn't get, you know, taken care of, you know. So um I I'm I'm very excited at the fact that I did get an opportunity to, you know, uh compete and compete on Eagle FC and, you know, compete on the same card as Tyrone Spong and so many other the fighters, so many other fighters that I trained with. So it, it was a, it was a great experience and it was great to feel it again because mm. I'll tell you what, Angela, man, I mean, I was cool. You know, I was like, all right, man, you know, I got to fight. It's whatever. But the day of the fight fight purgatory, which Oof. is like fight day, like the, the eight or so hours before you actually go out and fight. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was literally hell, man. I'm just like sitting there and I'm just like, dude, why can't this fight just happen now? Mm-hmm. Like I'm ready to fight, but I had to sit in a hotel room and then to make matters worse, our hotel room was having some construction done. So no. I couldn't really sleep because it no. sounded like they were in my room just with no. the construction. So I'm sitting there just laying there, just thinking about everything that could go wrong everything that could happen in the fight and i'm just like do not go down this path so i try to take my mind off of it before i know it i'm back in fight anxiety again i'm just like Ugh. i don't remember i don't remember 
you know, riding that emotional roller coaster being that difficult. You know what I'm saying? I was like, mm -hmm. am I putting too much pressure on myself? But like once I started to really give into my medication, meditation and stuff like that, I was able to, uh, you know, alleviate the stress that I had. But it was it, it was it was stressful for for the most part, to be honest, you know. Yeah, when do you hit that from... meditation? Like during your day when you're feeling that anxiety and feeling that stress, like to switch gears and not give into it so much when you're like, all right, let's hit meditation mode and let's like chill this out for a second. I'll, I'll start doing some breathing exercises, you mm -hmm. know, because if I say I'm going to sit and meditate, then I'm going to start even thinking about it even when I'm trying to say I'm meditating, which is not bad to do because, you, I mean, you, you want to let the monkey mind just kind of go and run its course and then after a while it kind of dissipate but when i started focusing on my breathing then it was then i just got lost in a breath and then before a while i was just you know into my breathing into my relaxation uh you know just feeling my body and just kind of like letting my mind go so that became that became pretty good and easy to do but um i had to keep bringing myself to that point you know and i had to, and i had to like and not allow my nervous energy to get up and jump around and burn energy that I was going to need that night. So it's tough, man. It, it was a lot tougher than I um, remembered. And maybe because I haven't done it in so long, but it was like, damn, this is, this is what it feels like. I'm like, why did I want, like, who, who wants to do this? Like, what is wrong? With that? <laughs> oh man. I always say if, if I could fast forward from weigh-ins to the fight and just, just knock myself out and wake up right before I walk out, then I would fight every day like that. Yeah. That's the worst moment because you have no control over what happens in between those times. Like you're not going to become a better fighter after your weigh-ins, right. you know, but all you can do is think about it. And it feels like the longest 24 hours of your life. Like just oh my sitting gosh. there waiting. Stressing yes. me out, and I've never <laughs> fought anybody. I'm like, God, that sounds terrible. It's oh so God. stressful. It, you know what it, feel, it feels like? It feels like you got called onto the principal's office, and you just kind of wait to see what's gonna happen. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's like, it's like, oh my God! I'm oh, your trouble. mom said, wait till I get home. Yeah, wait till I get home. Just sitting there, like. <laughs> well, Rashad, oh, with you having such an amazing victory, did you at least have an awesome celebration afterwards? Did you get to sort of exhale and enjoy it afterward? I did. I just kind of, uh, you know, just hung out with some friends, hung out with my wife, and just kind of just, uh, just was just thankful. You know what I'm saying? Aww. Just thankful. Um, and uh, just, I didn't really do too much. I don't drink alcohol, so I just kind of just hung out in my room, ate some pizza, and. Mm. Uh, partook in some herbal refreshments but that's mm. that's about it that sounds <laughs> that's lovely it. <laughs> yeah. nice. it, 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 was, oh. it was a good night and um you know it, it was just kind of um it was kind of a bittersweet to be honest because you know i won but my brother tyrone lost his fight and that mm. was that was hard for me because i mean you know you know he he, he gave me a lot of support before I went out there and performed, he's always been one of those guys who's always been supporting me and just, you know, my biggest fan. So when I was able to win and he wasn't able to win, it's kind of like, you know, how do I, how do I really celebrate? You know what I'm saying? So it's tough. I just kind of, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of tough because a part of me, I was happy for myself, but another part of me was just happy that my, you know, sad that my brother lost. Hmm. Well, Rashad, congratulations on your victory. You looked great out there. Awesome to see you part of Eagle FC again. You just, you look great. You look like you've got it Thank all together. You. 
So nice to see. Good to, to get to chat to you and get to pick your brain a little bit after that fight. And can't wait to see what's next for you. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate you having me on. And have me on again. Next time I fight, next time All I announce right. I'm fight, I'll let you guys know so we can yeah, do it on please. here. Come through. Please do. Thanks, yeah. Rashad. Congrats. Thank Bye, you. Rashad. I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> Throwing Down with Renee and Misha is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Nari Balin. Special thanks to Sirius XM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts.